What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. What's up? Hi. What is going on to you, Catherine, and to also everyone else? To everyone. To everyone. Uh, what's happening? Happy Friday. How are happy you? How Friday. was your week? Oh, it was it was just lovely. I was actually talking no to the listeners. Oh, to the people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So give them a chance to answer. But now that you've rudely interrupted, how was your week, Catherine? My week was great. Uh, no complaints. No complaints here. What about you? My, You know what? My week was also excellent. It was so good. It yeah. was amazing. Uh, it, was, it was a bit of a crazy week because... Uh, I don't know if you know my friend Anthony, but he was not at work mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met him? Uh, a time or two, yeah. I think okay. the name sounds familiar. Aunt had had well, Aunt's Aunt's lady had a baby. Correct. So he he's out on maternity leave. Yes, he's now so. the father of two young young children, and yes, uh, taking the time is. with the family, which is so nice. Yeah, so he was out this week, which um. You know, it uh, it forced me to 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 be pretty much belt on all week. Mm-hmm. Had a blast. I had yeah. so much fun. I had so much fun. We made some good content. Uh, we had fun. We laughed. We didn't cry. Nobody cried. Nobody. Sorry, I don't I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. You looked like you were maybe welling up a couple times because <laughs> project's turning out so beautiful. You know. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So. That was really cool. It was fun to uh, kind of switch the roles up a little bit. Usually, he's mm-hmm. the one that's that's kind of in charge of, hey, what are we going to do today? What's everyone working on? I'm going to take charge of this. But he wasn't there to do that, so I kind of took on that role, and yeah. it was it was fun. I haven't I haven't really done that in a while. Usually, I'm just I'm like, hey, Aunt, what do you want me to work on? What do you want me to do? Now I'm the one barking orders, and I have some sort of complex about it. So, yep. There's going to be a power struggle when he gets back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, next week, you're not going to be there. You're going to be at IBS. Yeah. So I'm going to be calling the shots. So well, I'm not sure if he's coming back. power struggle when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he's coming back yet, but I already have a line for when I get back and he's there. Okay. What's that? Do one of these. <laughs> Who's the new guy? <laughs> oh he's you gonna know? love that he's oh love yeah that. he's gonna freak out he's gonna totally freak out he's gonna love it oh yeah definitely but it was a great week we had uh some some nice weather some warm weather for february which is always just so so nice to have isn't it it is it has been i, I mean i don't know if it's you know, what about whatever? It's global warming or whatever, but you know, it's the weather does not get as cold as it used to. And by the afternoon, it's like you're taking your jacket off every day. There was that like one really cold week that we had. We but did. Beyond that, we I feel like we've been we've been getting pretty lucky. And then next week, it's going to be in like the 60s or something. So it is. We're going to be. You guys are going to be doing great. You guys are just yeah. going to be out here living your best life. But I'm going to be in Las Vegas for the International Builder Show, mm-hmm. IBS. Yes. Not Are you looking forward to that owl syndrome. Is not well, that. Maybe. Hopefully not. There bad. is like a like a stomach bug going around. Apparently, oh everyone's gosh. got it. Keep Everybody. hearing about it. I keep hearing about it. I'm kind of scared. Called it a neurovirus, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? It makes it sound like it's a brain. No, 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 no. Like N O R O norovirus. Well, you never heard of that before. I have heard of that. Oh, okay. But it sounds like neurovirus, like. Like oh, you know why? It, because you're brain virus. When you get it, you're going to be pooping your brains out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you like that? That, that was good. makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes was sense. a good one. But uh, no, it is not for that. It is the International Builder Show. I am pretty excited about it. We none of us went last year. I'm going solo this year. Yes. And you went. What? Well, what was it? We went. What? Two years, two ago? years ago? Yeah. When it was in Orlando. And that was my second time, your first time. Yeah. It's, it's, how insane is it there? It's definitely the craziest. It's the biggest show I've ever been to. And I can't imagine a show being any bigger than, than IBS. It is yeah. wild. And even when we went to the one in Orlando, we made it through this entire hall of like, that was absolutely massive. And then they're like, oh, yeah, did you check out the West Hall. And we're like, there's a whole nother hall to this. It was, yeah. it was absolutely insane. 
Um, it really is. And, and because, it, but... well, it's okay. I will uh, take notes. I'll take notes. I'll take notes and I'll, or and I'll live stream back. either way. I'll be fine with either way. I'll wear a GoPro on my head the entire time. <laughs> Perfect. Nobody will even notice it. They'll be like, wow, that's Have you seen Arrested that. Development? Uh, I've seen some of it. Do you know when the dad is in jail and then he um, – he or no, it's the brother. The brother – or no, it's the dad. It's the brother or the dad. They okay. have like an iPad that's on like a rolling wheel. Oh, yeah. On a stick and it like follows around everybody. Yeah. So that he knows what's going on. I want that. You can just okay. bring me along with you. I'll just be on an iPad. I'll see what I can do about that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, it's such a cool show because it is so big and it's like such a big deal that a lot of brands like go insane building mm-hmm. the craziest booths and it's all of construction. So yeah. there's a whole whole subsection, like a whole exhibit hall that's just kitchen and bath stuff. And the money that they put into some of those booths there, even though it doesn't have to do with the stuff we do at work, it's still so cool to just walk yeah. through it and be like, wow, I'm paying way too much for a Kohler faucet if they can spend like <laughs> $5 million building this insane booth. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be really cool. And there's just so many, you know, what do we say? What's the best part of these shows? Oh, the people. The people. The God, the, the people. people. The people are so great. Yeah. And, and this show this show really gives you an opportunity to talk to people in other trades, which is always enlightening and exactly. fun and nice. It is. It's nice to get like another uh, perspective and just like another, like when we go to some of the shows, it's, it's so industry specific that everybody's kind of like just talking about the same sort of stuff. And yeah. it's nice to go to something like this where... You still know a lot of people like there's a lot of people that we've you know been fortunate enough to meet through Instagram and other other platforms where it's still in the industry. But you're kind of just like, you know, talking shop in a more general way. And, and you get to just see some different perspectives, which is really cool. And I find that that's where you get like that impactful stuff. It's a little bit different than talking to somebody that's in your niche. But when you talk to somebody else that's still in construction, but they're doing something a little bit different. They they tend to just have a little bit of a different perspective that if you're open to it, you can really just get some nice little gems there. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. The, 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 the people. The people. The and people. This, this episode will be released uh, right now. It's Friday, but it will be released on Monday morning at 5 a.m. And if you are catching this between the times of 5.30 or 5 a.m. and 11, you have the opportunity, if you're at IBS, to go watch Sean on a panel. It's true. It's at 11, right? Is that the time? I I, I honestly know. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's at like 9.30. Oh, a.m.? Yes. Oh, I thought it was 11. Okay, well. Yeah. It's going to be little, If you're catching this very early on, you can do a little bit of research and find Sean's panel. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be coming out at 2 a.m. Vegas time, 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. Eastern. Solid so point, so that's more time. <laughs> you'll have like seven hours to uh, – so before you go to bed in Vegas, this will come out. <laughs> you can listen to it, and then you can make plans for the next day. Yes. And that should be pretty cool. I've never gone to uh, – well, not for a long time, gone to any of these conference-type parts of the of mm. the show – and that's what Monday is. So the show floor doesn't open until Tuesday. Monday, the thing that I'm going to is uh, the U40 Summit. Mm-hmm. Even though me, only 35, it's under, under. it doesn't mean U40. It means under 40. 40. It doesn't mean that. No, no, no. Under I thought so. 40. I kept saying that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Me, me 35. <laughs> Be 35. I know I have a lot of gray hair. Young man at 35. Oh, I'm just hair. a young spry little <laughs> boy still. Uh, so we're doing a panel on building the sales funnel of the future. I have no idea how uh, I got I got hooked up with this with this panel. I completely forgot about it. Uh, I wasn't even going to go to IBS. Yeah. And then I got an email like. Let's set up a 
call to go over the 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 notes for the panel discussion at IBS. I'm like, who is this person? What are they talking about? <laughs> I was like, oh, I talked to this person on the phone like eight months ago mm-hmm. and said I would do this. So here I am trapped and I'm going to do it. <laughs> so but we actually got on a, a Zoom call with the two other panelists. And I think it's going to be really cool because the only things I've been a part of, it's been like social media or building a brand. And it's everybody's kind of talking about the same thing. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm going to come with the the social media background and talk about that side of it for, you know, initiating that as part of your sales funnel. The other uh, a woman, Genevieve Benson, I think her name is, she is into artificial intelligence. Um, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what you call it. Like, uh, just... Art, using AI to enhance the user experience of a website, sort of. So like using AI to learn about the person that is going to be interacting with the site and then interacting, having that site or your marketing interact with that person in the way that they prefer. So it just takes a lot of like metadata, I guess, from you know all this stuff that the internet just knows about you and then mm-hmm. it like uses your marketing spend to communicate with each you know potential person in the way that that they prefer to get information or interact with your chat bot or your your people i don't know i'm going to learn more about it but it was really really fascinating yeah. and then the other person i think his name is Greg Bray he is uh owns a company that builds websites and builds, you know, essentially your your online sales funnel on your website. So it's three different areas of expertise. And I think it's going to be really interesting. So I'm excited to get a lot of takeaways from what they're going to talk about. Hopefully, hopefully I have something like sort of interesting to say. I don't know. Something to contribute. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. They're going to be like, hey, that was... Get out of here. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. You don't deserve to be Scram, up here. Kid, you're not even 40. <laughs> yeah, you're not even 40. You 40? I don't think so. You're acting like you're 10. Uh, no, you're going to do great. And you I, think I, so? I think it's, oh, yes, thanks so much. And I think it's an exciting opportunity for you. So, thank you so I much. can't wait to hear how it goes. Thank you so much. Um, I do love these things because it's like, it's it's so like random. Like somebody nominated me for like this thing and then like, it sounds so much more cool and important than it is like the the 40 under 40 in the construction industry. And it's like, I don't think if they've really like surveyed like everyone that's under 40 in this industry, like I would make the cut of the top 40, but um, it's just kind of like one of those random that attitude. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I still stand by that. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't think so. But somebody nominated me for this, this thing and it sounds cool. Like, yeah. whoa, 40 under 40, you know? People will be like, is that for like Time Magazine? Is it for Forbes? Forbes. That's who does it. Yeah. Yeah. I can just say 40 under 40 winner. Yeah. And then people can just, they'll just assume what they assume. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's for some very niche thing. Yeah. Just be like, wow, that's impressive. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So that's what, that's what I got going on next week. That is so exciting. I'm excited about it. I am. And um, not to move on from IBS, but your other very exciting news, your pole barn. Pole barn. (laughs) Your pole barn. Pole barn. Where are we at? We need pole barn updates. The people want to know. It's the last piece of the puzzle. It's the last piece of the puzzle of my life's life's work. (laughs) It's always been my dream to have a pole barn. I've got the land now. The land has been acquired. Um, You're on the land. There happens to be a house on it, which I don't care about the house. The house is is of (laughs) no meaning to me. The pole barn. The pole barn. It's always been about the pole barn. And I have been in talks with a a pole barn builder Mm -hmm. that uh, builds pole barns. (laughs) So It's convenient. It's very convenient. And uh, it gave me some information uh, about the pole barn process and 
I went to the township today just to get clarification on how big of a pole barn can I build here. Mm-hmm. And I've got groundbreaking great news. Okay. So it can be, like I said, 1,200 square feet for my size property. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I would prefer it to be bigger, obviously. You know, bigger is always sure. better when it comes to pole barns. Right. But I thought it could only be 10 foot high. The walls can be 12 foot high and the overall structure can be 20 foot high. Oh. So I could essentially have a a 12 foot high wall uh-huh. and then eight foot of additional height via the roof system. And we could do we could do like scissor truss on it so that it's all open, kind of like cathedral ceiling style and build a loft. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, right? That makes a very cool element to it to have a loft in there. I think so. I think it does. So I'm pretty psyched about it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm All right. When do we start? When does it start? Skip I don't know. Moving. I don't know. I emailed the guy. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready to get started. I'm going to the township right now to to get the uh, get the approval or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully he gets back to me and hopefully he senses my excitement about it and the, the urgency here. Yeah. I'm I'm leaving my 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 life's work and my dreams in his hands. So I hope he treats it with, with respect and care is really all I'm asking for. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and are, are you getting a pole barn? No. Oh, no you pole, should definitely get a pole barn. No, have I told pole, barns on my horizon. Cool pole barns are. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so dang excited about it. And, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna be, uh, you know, we're going to be able to get rid of the, get rid of the shop. Because now that's really far from my house. Mm-hmm. It's still really close to your house, but close, yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be a lot more space. It'll be, you know, we'll, and we'll be able to like kind of build it out a lot better where it's not just like a temporary thing. Like we don't want to put, we didn't want to put too much work into the shop because it's like, you know, we're just renting it. Now we can mm-hmm. like, we can really like build some nice racks. We could like get it set up so that we can do the things that, that we've been talking about forever, like building some furniture with scraps and like, it can be like a really cool spot to work on stuff that you've always wanted to do. And, and it can be set up in a way that like, it's a really good like workstation. We can have a nice table saw set up and the chop saw right there. And just, just like have a nice workspace and feel like it's worth investing the time to like build it out because it's not just a rental that, you know, it's like you don't want to spend weeks building out this this space that you're just renting. And then at the end, it's like not only do you not get to keep this, but you kind of got to take it down because it's in the way. And, you know, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Of course, you get to customize it. This is very exciting for you. It is. What color do you think? Hmm. Well, your house is white. It is. And and a, it's a traditional looking house, so you don't want to go like you know crazy on the color, or do you? Um, or do you? The face, the face you? that you're giving makes me think you might yeah. want to go a little crazy on the color. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Because I've already decided. So guess what do you oh, think? Okay. I would go with green because it's like kind of in the back of your yard what? with like a with like a nature theme. It's going to be against all the trees. It might look nice as a green. I don't. I don't want to just say no. I want to say absolutely not. Okay. Well, what? It's going to be all black. We're going to get a wood tone <laughs> door, and then the bottom three feet, three feet wainscoting, a stone in Acadia, Premier Stone. Okay. Okay. What do you think? It's going to be so sick. Trust For the me. People, already... Acadia is the white color of yeah. Premier Stone, so it's so going to be so a nice. good visual. White stone, black structure, wood tone doors. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Beautiful. It's going to be nice. It's going to be so cool. I'm so excited. Amazing. Do you think that's enough barn talk? I don't think so. Is there ever enough? Never enough. There's never (laughs) enough barn talk. Jeez. Just like the barn can never be big enough, you can't talk about the barn enough. At least I can't. Yeah. But anyway, let, let's let's move on. We'll we'll have more updates as as this journey <laughs> unfolds. We will keep the people interested. <laughs> you know, the 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 premier dream shop is is going to become a reality. 
the dream is going to become a reality and I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, let's get it. Let's get into to what we're going to actually talk about this week. How about that? Oh, we have a topic. <laughs> I think so. Wait, are we recording this? <laughs> we are we still doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking. Oh, um, okay, so this perfect. week we're talking. We, I as I was perusing social media as one does, um, I stumbled upon the story of uh, Down to Earth Landscaping, our buddies over in Colorado, and they put together this beautiful little package that they give. I don't know if it's a welcome gift or a or an end of job thank you gift, but it's like a nice little package, and it had a like a a hat and a uh, I keep calling them Yetis, but it's the what do you call that? Like tumbler. A, a tumbler, that's the word. A tumbler. Um, a branded tumbler in a nice little gift box. And then when you open it, there was a QR code right on the top of it to scan and then leave a review for them, which I was like, this is so good. This is so perfect. It's so simple and easy. It's a great way to get a good review. And it's a great way for your customers to just be like, they really went that extra mile. And on top of all of that, then they're wearing and using your branded swag so they're just a walking billboard for you. So it's like this this is just firing on all cylinders for me. I love this idea. So good. Um so it made me think like what else could we do to really like turn our customers into our best salespeople? Because we we talk about that all the time. Like we want to just come up with that? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Sean came That's... up with that that phrase. I wasn't but... I wasn't digging for a credit there. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, so, but anyway, we talk about this. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Like we want, you know, it's important to leave a good impression, do all the right things. So then your clients become your salespeople because they're telling everybody about you. But like yeah. doing stuff like this really does. It just takes it that extra, extra little bit. It's like such a good idea. What do you think? I, I love the idea. Um, and we were we were when you told me about this, we were talking about it a little bit earlier in the week, and I had some ideas sort of like that in the past. And I think the idea the idea is great. It's a it's an awesome idea, but the real magic is in like the follow through and the execution of it because Correct, yeah. it's really easy to say, let's do this for all of our customers after the job's over. We give them this, mm-hmm. you know new backyard welcome package and it's got whatever it's got in it and it and it's got all this nice stuff but that's easy to to just say in theory but then like you're at the end of a job the job already is like you know maybe it took a little bit longer than you thought or it was just extra frustrating or whatever but it's it's always hard to stick with that and execute it on the back end after it's done because it's like all right well we're finally out of here we got to get that next thing and yeah we'll 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 put together something for them, and we'll, and we'll mail it out. And then it never happens, and it you just get caught up in that busyness, and it's hard to execute. But when you do, I think it makes a huge impact. Like you just seeing it and seeing what they send out, it's like it made an impact on you. Imagine being yeah. a client. Like not only do they really care about uh, the sales process, the design process, then the build process, then afterwards they're still doing stuff to show that they that they just care a little bit, you know? Yeah. A lot of people get the experience that as soon as the job has been sold, they got that first big deposit and like, you know, most of the money is has been paid. The interest level of the contractors <laughs> drops steadily and steadily and steadily till yeah. they have, you know, a couple more days. Couple more days it'll be done. Couple more days. So to have that type of execution on the project and then the follow through on the back end, I think it's just, I think it's a great idea. It's great execution on them. And it's something that it's so easily overlooked to get a really good review. And now they have a great incentive to like, you know, hopefully by this point, they've had a great experience with you. This is the cherry on top. Yeah. And then it's just like a reminder to, hey, could you please leave us a review? And we're going to make it so easy for you. Yeah. Scan this QR code. It's going to populate the the review for you. All you have to do is give a rating and type in what you want to say about us. And boom, it's there. And that is something that I think a lot more people should be conscious of. We're not really at all conscious of our online reviews. Like we get some sometimes, but I think that's something that we could. Yeah. Definitely be more proactive in, 
especially in this economy. (laughs) In this economy, economy, my God. Uh, Yeah, I feel like reviews are definitely something that I like barely pay attention to. And when I looked at our reviews maybe a month ago or so, it was all like those fake cryptocurrency things where it's like, contact Miss Lydia and she'll help you get $1,500 just like she did for me or whatever. And there's so many in our reviews. And I was like, what, what's happening in here? It's the wild, wild west. At least they so, left five stars. They did, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that was, was great. Good, I guess. Yeah. But um, I think that it's it's also a great way to get their review where you want it. Because I feel like it's, you know, you tell a customer, oh, leave us a review. And then it's like, yeah, I did it on yellowpages.com. Thank you for that. You know, like yeah. it really gets, if you want if you want more Google reviews, send them there. If you want Facebook reviews, send them there. It's like a good way to kind of put them where you want them too. Like corral them towards where corral you want to go. Exactly. Exactly. I think, I think that's definitely something that we could be a lot more proactive in. I think mm-hmm. they are, are killing that execution with the idea behind it and the follow through. And it's just reviews are something that's so easy to overlook when mm-hmm. you're busy, you have a lot of work and it's just like content where it's like, I'm too busy to do it. I'm, you know, I don't need any more jobs, but it's a really important thing to get the type of client that you want. If you have a ton of five-star reviews, Google My Business is something that's going to pop up when people search on Google, deck builder near me, kitchen contractor near me, whatever the the search query is, that's going to come up and it's going to populate your reviews right there. Mm-hmm. And anybody that buys anything off of Amazon or just anywhere online, you, you typically look at reviews. Reviews are a huge deciding factor for a lot of people. I know I look at reviews whenever I buy stuff on uh, usually Amazon. You know, yeah. it's like there's 50 different things that are pretty much the same. I'm going to look for what has the most reviews and what has like four or above stars. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be the highest rating because a lot of times there'll be ones that have 10 ratings and it's all five stars. And it's like this, these probably aren't real. Yeah. But it's got 15,000 reviews and it's like a 4.3. It's like, this is pretty good. Yeah. So I think it's something that we've we've probably overlooked. And, uh, you know, we can we can just start to be a little bit more proactive about it. Yeah. Definitely. Always improving. Always improving. God. I think this really, this definitely, seeing that definitely uh, inspired me to, to do something. So I do have, make some sort of, I mean, I, I don't want to say that I'm going to copy their exact method, but potentially might. And, uh, you know, come up with something for us to do. Because I, I do, I, I do want to like. I'm always, and I think that you do the same. When we get to the end of the job, you're already starting the stress of like the new job, getting the new job ready, and you're just yeah. so like, God, we got to get out of here. But I never want the customers to feel like that because I do think that they also kind of feel like that. Like, please, for the love of God, get out of my driveway and my yard, and <laughs> yeah, stop tearing things up. Been fun, but <laughs> making so much noise. Ready to say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Let us please enjoy our yard. So I do think that there's like a little bit of that on both ends, but I don't ever want them to feel like we are like, all right, we're checked out, we're on to the next thing. Like, I think that that would make a big statement to just be like, you know, thank you so much for being patient with us while we while we did our our best to you know treat your yard with respect and your time and your space, you know, we want to thank you. And, you know, since it was nice, leave us a little bit of a review. Yeah. And if it wasn't, and you've anything bad to say, just keep it to yourself and go to hell. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think, I think if you have a really bad experience with a client where the client's just really terrible. Yeah. Maybe you don't send the card to them and <laughs> ask for a box. review. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it, I think it's great. And I think we could probably ask for their permission for this. And I'm sure they would probably say, hey, we got this idea from somebody else. And we kind of you know put our little flair on it, our little yeah. touch. And uh, feel free to use it. But I thought this would be a really good opportunity to kind of brainstorm some ideas of things like this that you can do mm-hmm. to go the extra mile on the back end of it, especially when it's the hardest to do and it's not expected on on either end a lot of uh, you know a lot of clients aren't going to expect something like this isn't it isn't a normal part of their experience dealing with anybody else so mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's easy to overlook, but it can like put that wow factor on it and put it over the top. And boom, you're presenting them with, hey, if you get a chance, scan this. It'll take you two seconds to do a review. And like you said, you can point them in the direction of where you want that review. So it's not mm-hmm. just scattered all over line on yellowpages.com where no one's going to see it. It's like we're trying our best to collect all of our reviews on Google. Boom. Send you the link. Done. Yep. Definitely. And what what when you said that, it reminded me, we read a book. There, there's some sort of like psychological thing where you like you like give somebody something and then they feel an obligation to give something back. What mm-hmm. what book was that? Do you remember that? I do remember that. Um, I feel like it was in the negotiating book. Did we read that together? Not like the negotiating book. Not like in a group. <laughs> yes, in the van. I read it aloud to you. <laughs> <laughs> Back and forth, yeah. Um uh it was called Never Split the Difference. Did we read that? I don't think that I've read that one, no. Okay. Then it probably wasn't that one. I feel like... I don't think that... No, I do, I do remember this... Concept? This concept. But I don't remember which book it was in. I don't remember either, but that is like a psychological thing. Yes. Where you, you know, kind of give something to somebody, and then they do feel like an obligation to return the favor and be reciprocal about it. So mm-hmm. you're giving somebody a tumbler or... Uh, sweatshirt or whatever it is, they're going to feel a little bit of an obligation like, oh, all they want in return for this is a, is a review and it's easy enough. They've made it easy for me so I can do this. And and they feel like it's it sounds kind of like when you say it like that, it sounds kind of like not as nice, but I don't mean it that way. Like that, that everything they feel is transactional. Like, yeah, like you're, like you're forcing them. Like this is just yeah. psychological warfare to get you to, to do this. No, I just think it is. Somebody does something nice for you. You want to do something nice for them, and yeah, the nicest thing that you could do for us is leave us a review, and we're making it super easy for you. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. why don't we brainstorm some ideas on what what we could do? How what could be our touch that we okay. do on this? Okay. And are we going to commit to this? Are we actually going to do this? Um, I, I think that we should commit to doing something, but maybe we, we continue to brainstorm to see what will work. May, I don't know what ideas are going to come out of this right now. I have an okay. idea. I just came up with an idea in my head. You did? Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure you also did since this was your idea. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. At the end of this, we'll decide what we commit to maybe. Okay. But right. we're going to commit to something. We're going to commit to something, to doing something. Okay. Okay. Who goes first? Do you want to go first on this brainstorming um, session? Sure. Go for okay. it. So my Let idea. Rip. Okay. We had a job over the summer. It was uh, the Phantom Post project, your favorite yes. project. That last day, we went back. We took pictures. We kind of hung out with the family. The kids were like using the fire pit to roast marshmallows and stuff. And the homeowner brought out champagne for us to share amongst all of us. So I feel like maybe if we do something like that, where that last day. We could incorporate it even into content where we're like, because, you know, I don't know if the family is necessarily always going to be there on the last day, but you, I feel like usually it works out that they're there. And yeah. um, uh, so maybe if we do something where we're like, you know, it's the end of the day on a Friday, we'd love to just, you know, crack open a bottle of champagne with you guys to celebrate your new yard. Um, assuming that they they would partake in a in a drink of alcohol. Um or if not, then we just leave them with a bottle of champagne to celebrate their own yard in their own space. Yeah, what if they're like, I don't want to hang out with you guys and, and drink this champagne. This is weird. Well, some people might not want to, but I feel like a lot of the time people, they say oh, they're, yeah. they always say they're going to invite us for like some sort of barbecue or something. They don't really ever. But like, that's what I'm saying. We don't, it's just like a, you know, end of the day on a Friday, a glass of champagne to celebrate their new space. You know, it's not, they don't have to yeah. hang out with us for too long. Just 20 a little minutes. bit. Just a little bit. Just to cheers just in your new space. Should when we you, smash the champagne bottle yeah. on the deck? When we when you buy a new boat or you rename, rename a boat, that's what you do. So maybe something there. Or just maybe. leave them with yeah. a bottle of champagne. Either way. Here's this beautiful deck that we just finished. Now we're going to have broken glass everywhere. <laughs> that is our gift to you. <laughs> and I guess there's no champagne left either because it all fell out when we broke yeah. it. Yeah. 
something to think about there. I, I like where your head's at with that. Um, you know, because that is you're you're giving them some sort of gift. Plus, it's like mm-hmm. you know you're getting to like put an end cap on the project. Yeah. Like we're all done. It's a ro- um, ceremonial thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a a, a changing of the guard. Yeah. We were guarding the the backyard, and now it is your turn. Yeah, to and I feel like it would be nice. Guard. It would be depending on how the family. Sometimes people have different thoughts on it. Um, sometimes the people do want to be in the content, and they have like no problem with it. And some other times they they aren't interested in it. But yeah. for the content, it might be nice to get a nice little clip of like the family enjoying it, and like you know the, the handoff. Like this is your your space now. Go enjoy. Here's the cheers. It might be nice. It's a nice moment to capture. I think. Yeah. Because we are building. We're not just building decks. We're building experiences. We're building a feeling, a place for families to really enjoy themselves. So. We're, like we're building that. a memory box. Exactly. We are building the box that they are going to put their memories in exactly. or make their memories in. Yeah. We're building memory factories. <laughs> that is, I like that term. That's really good. I do like that. Um, yeah. Okay. I, circling back to something way back from before. Okay. I just want to throw this out there. Um, we were talking about the the panel I'm going to be on the building the sales funnel of the future. Yeah. One of the other panelists during the call, they mentioned this new term, the marketing instead of the the sales funnel. Mm-hmm. The new thing is the marketing flywheel. Because it's okay. so multifaceted, you know, it's not as simple as like people just go in the top. You know, people are kind of entering from everywhere. They're flying all over the place and okay. um, you know, they kind of enter where they want and exit where they want and it's it's so much more complicated than just a sales funnel. So, uh, okay. marketing flywheel. I just Interesting. I want to make sure I said that cuz I thought it was it was pretty cool. Hmm, and maybe when that. I learn more about it, we'll we'll talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. So, put a pin in that for next week. Just a thought. All right, so now my idea? <laughs> yes, now your idea. All right. So, this is something that I've thought of a long time ago, uh, I don't know, a year, two years, three years ago. I don't remember when I came up with the idea. And this demonstrates the the difficulty with executing. I've had this idea, and it's it's a great idea, but we've never done it. And mm-hmm. the follow-through is what's, what's tough about it. So we're always on a project for quite a long amount of time. And a lot of times, you know, we're going to go out to get lunch uh, once, twice a week, whatever. Some of us go every day to go out and get lunch. So a lot of times we'll ask the client like, hey, what's like the best pizza place around here? What's the best place to get a sandwich? And they'll be like, oh, this place is amazing. It's so good. We go there all the time. And not only is that a great recommendation for when you're working there, because we've gotten a ton of really great recommendations for a lunch spot while we're while we're working around that area. But at the end of the project, you know, you've gotten them to tell you like their favorite places around the area so you can get them like a gift certificate or make that uh, a part of that kind of welcome package like here this is to enjoy your new space you can order pizza from your favorite place here's a $50 gift card or $100 gift card Mm -hmm. here's the bottle of champagne but that's like a really personal touch where you can ask them hey what's your favorite place to eat around here and then it's like you listened to them, um, you know, and you you kind of took the time to remember what they recommended to you and and you know that they like it there. And boom, here you go. Here is just a, a nice little token of appreciation from us to you and uh, enjoy it. That is what really nice. What do you think about that? I like that. And I, I, in order, and to go along with that, I feel, oh, sorry, go ahead. You could also, if it's a gift card, this is a great idea. What? I'm I'm coming up with so many ideas. <laughs> We're on the spot here. We forget about the backyards. Okay. We're done with that. We're oh, not building we're backyards anymore. We're starting a new business <laughs> where we create gift cards that can only be unlocked after you leave a review. Oh. How about that? Like, here's a $50 gift card to your favorite spot. But before you can use it and it's activated, you got to leave a review. And it has to be five stars. And it has to be from your heart. (laughs) It has to be five stars. And it also has to be true. So, (laughs) better enjoy yourself. (laughs) 
So if you don't think that we deserve five stars, figure out internally why you're lying to yourself. <laughs> because you are. So that's a good idea, though. Is that not a... That's a good idea. That's a pretty good idea. That is a really good All idea. right. Shut the podcast down. <laughs> I don't want this we gotta get to work on there. this. <laughs> this is not, that's such a good idea. That really is I don't know how idea. it's really possible, but um, that's what the nerds are for. We need to find yeah. a group of nerds to, to work on this. We'll let them handle that part of it. God. <sighs> All right, that is a good this, idea. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I feel like we're we're in. Uh, we were trying to think of this word before, but this is uh, we're, we're creating referendums. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is. Another referendum moment. I love it. Referendums. Perfect. That's such a good idea, though. You think that's a good idea, right? Yeah, it's a great. No, that's a really great idea. Write that down because I'm going to forget it like, immediately. <laughs> All right, Jeff. How do we go about building this business? We got to find the nerds, like you said. Ah, oh, where do nerds like to hang out? Where do, where do people play Dungeons and Dragons? Ah, <laughs> uh, they're probably just online somewhere. Is that I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. Is that a, a that's a thing? It's still a thing. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. Yeah, and um, you know, it's, it's not like, internet based though, right? You do it with your friends in in real life. I guess, yeah. I think. Huh, okay. I don't, I'm not really totally sure on that. Um, but I think it's actually kind of like a cool a cool thing now. Like being a nerd's cool. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not hating on it. I just don't know anything about it. Yeah. Whatever brings people joy is worthwhile. You know. Who cares Unless what other people it's like think? Hurting other people. As long as it's what happens between consenting adults and for fun, and isn't harming anybody else, have that. Whatever okay. brings people joy. Enjoy. As long as enjoy it. adults, it's fun and it's not hurting anybody else. Fun and not okay. Those are the three <laughs> stipulations. This is like yes. the Constitution <laughs> of Catherine. Yeah. I'm, I'm hey, I think that, that. kind of covers most everything i think that's kind of a good universal law you can yeah. do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else it's fun do you have to it has to be fun and um, everyone's consenting <laughs> yeah all right well that's a that's a referendum for another day <laughs> all right you got any other ideas here so i'm still writing this one down i'm sorry oh okay so um, i think i do think that the um wait i do have another idea though Okay, I think doing the package with like some some clothing, but it's got to yeah. you know if you're gonna do that, I feel like it can't be like you know just like the the work t shirts that everybody's wearing. It's got to be like something a little right. nice, you know. Yeah, and yeah, like and something that over or yeah, something that somebody's you know. So that that can get a little pricey, but yeah. it's, you know, a couple hundred bucks on a on a big project. A that's the cost of doing biz, baby. So, yeah. and I yeah. think that that would like for people who are like high volume people, that would get pretty expensive. For us, it's like, yeah, twice like a month a or like yeah. every other month. I mean, we have to buy a couple t shirts. I think that's that's fine. Um, we can really get crazy with it since we don't do that many jobs. I know that's what every I'm client, thinking. New car. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your brand new car. It is branded with Premier. Sorry about that. You're gonna have to. You're a billboard now, but it's free car. Leave us a review. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, if we ever get like uh, even like a tenth of the viewership of like Mr. Beast, that's what uh-huh. we should start doing. Giving Here's away new backyard and we got you a new car or a helicopter or whatever. That'd be pretty cool. <gasps> so, I don't know. Something to think about. Totally off topic. But this morning on the news, I saw that they they have personal personal crafts that are drones, but it's like you sit in it. And it was, they're in Florida and you can like rent them now, like what? for like, you know, you can take it up for 30 minutes or whatever and it's $300, but it's like a drone. You sit in it and you can just fly around and it's, it's the next way of a uh, personal craft. So maybe we'll get people those. That's a good idea. Um, Cause that's going to get the people talking. That's sure. true. You know what I'm, you know what I just realized? What? The people of Florida are already living under Catherine's constitution. <laughs> you can do whatever you want down there. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. You can get naked in a waffle house and nobody's going to bat an eye. That's, that's just, so true. <laughs> just the, the way of the world down there. That's why everyone loves it so much. Different land. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Uh, okay. Uh, so do you have, was that, was that your other idea? I'm kind of wrapped um, up with my ideas. 
Okay, so my other idea was just kind of like a like an addendum to what your thing was, like a gift card that's that of a place that they like, lovely. Or you can do so like one of the families that we had, they were super into like cooking outdoors. We could give them like a, a like a gift basket with like their interest in their backyard or like one is like we want to we created a like a TV spot for the kids to watch TV outside on like to watch their Saturday morning cartoons but they're outside, you know, like like take whatever their wish list things were and then create some sort of like gift basket around that. That's a great idea. And I just thought somebody that's really into like grilling and cooking, you could get them like a year subscription to like, uh, you know, meat of the month beef box, the yeah, beef box or whatever, <laughs> you know, butcher box yeah. or some sort of like nice meat that they can cook. That's a great I idea. Mean, that would be really pricey, but is it? I'm not sure how expensive that is, but I think, I mean, we we looked at like eighty dollars a month or something. That, yeah. Depending on like how much you get, but you get like a whole animal every month. That just would like, probably be even more. Just like a cow shows up. <laughs> but maybe not for a whole a year. But if you get them one and have it sent to them, I, I feel like that would be a great, yeah, great little touch. Yeah, we so. could even partner with these companies, and <gasps> we could say, "Hey, we want to give them out for free." Yeah, that's like, um, you know, HelloFresh or whatever. They're always doing stuff like that. Or Athletic Greens, blah, blah, blah. They're always after influencers. Yeah. We got to find a beef box, partner with them, give away beef boxes. Or Athletic Greens. They sponsor everything. <laughs> they do. You could be like, you want to get more enjoyment out of your deck? <laughs> Drink Athletic Greens and you won't die as soon. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. These statements have not been terrible. checked by the <laughs> FDA. Not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. Yeah, consult with your doctor before taking any supplements. But Exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's – we did some good referendum-ing yeah. today. I think we've got some great ideas to implement and – Let's say that we're gonna we're gonna stick to this. We're gonna stick to something. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna stick to doing something. We're gonna stick to doing something, and it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, definitely yeah. gonna be cool. I kind of like the idea of like combining all of those ideas into one. Like, give them something branded, so then they're kind of like a walking billboard. Give them something that's personal to their yard, and also a bottle of champagne because who doesn't like champagne? So, yeah, maybe just combine all these ideas. I thought of a a beta like a, a beta version of the way that we could do this app that unlocks the card. Okay. We could just present the gift box in person. And then the last thing is the gift card and say, we got you this gift card to this place. And as they go to grab it, say, ah, 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 not so fast. You still have some work to do here. You got to leave us one a last task. Yeah. Like a, like a side quest. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that uh, that is some great referendum stuff. Now let's get into our book review because it it amazes me how much we can talk. We've already been talking for 47 minutes. Yeah. And always at like 20 minutes, I'm like, are we going to be able to fill out an hour? Today? And then we always, we always go way over. Somehow I always do, yeah. God, I'm so sorry if, if we've really, uh, you know, just talk too much today and your ears are tired of I will not apologize for that I will not you chose to do this you're a consenting adult in this situation you put this on you put this on you gotta be mad at anybody be mad at yourself exactly God made me this way I can't help it it's just the way I am (laughs) anyway all right Uh, our book 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 review uh, this week we read read we, we read. read hidden potential by Adam Grant. Catherine's still learning how to read, so she's still working on those I'm sounds. On it, I am working on it. You're doing great. Uh, yeah. You. So, hidden potential. What do you got? What do you you want to give the little the little spiel? I could do that. I could do that. So, uh, basically. This book, you know, another another self help book um, about potential. The p- 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 potential is what we all want. You know, we want to fulfill our potential, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's kind of the basis of all self help books. But the thing I liked about this was it was written in a really concise way, and it was backed with a good bit of storytelling. Yeah, you. I can see you're shaking your head like, yeah, I am, I like yeah. That as they, well. yeah. They talked about science and actually 
told a bunch of stories in it, which I really liked. Yeah, and I really liked the way that they weaved the two together, and they 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 kind of had a couple core stories that that kind of tied a lot of these things together. And that always makes it for me a lot easier to digest and understand and really get like the the value points out of it. That that's really helpful to me, and it and it makes for a better listening experience because I'm doing these on audiobook, and um. So we'll go through a couple of the a couple of the points of the book that it it's basically kind of a blueprint to unlock more potential. Within mm-hmm. yourself and within your company or your team or uh, whatever it is. So, one of the first things that they talk about is make mistakes. Making mistakes. H- have you ever heard that before? That making mistakes is life's best teacher. Oh yeah. I mean that that one's that one is a little bit played out. I mean, making <laughs> mistakes. Obviously, that's how learn yeah. from your mistakes. Um, that one that one is a little bit kind of played out, but. Mm-hmm it's still really important. And I think it highlights one of the things that we talk about a lot, which is this idea of uh, coaches and gurus that are just going to teach you how to do things. And you're just going to take that and they made the mistakes. So you don't have to, no matter what, you're still gonna make mistakes. And one of the things that you have to be open with is being open to making mistakes. Yeah. Like just realizing that that's a part of the journey and not being discouraged every time you make a mistake because that is a crucial part in reaching your potential is making the mistakes along the way and not being afraid of it. So yeah. And like putting yourself into situations where you are going to make mistakes so then you learn. Yeah. Like intentionally exactly. putting yourself into into situations where you might not know everything but you just need to try. Yeah. You don't know everything so that's how you learn. Absolutely. Put yourself Absolutely. in those situations. And like I said, make mistakes, learn from your mistakes. All these things are so played out. It's so cliche. But sometimes those things that become so cliche because they're so overused and you just hear it everywhere, sometimes they become so cliche that it's so easy to just ignore them and forget about how really like important that is to just like be okay with making mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can like become sort of blind to it because it's just in every self-help thing it's in on every everything is like you know make the mistakes that's how you're going to learn but then it becomes kind of easy to ignore because it's so ubiquitous and it's so cliche but it's important to remember it and i think they laid it out in a really good way to make it digestible and and kind of hit home a little bit yeah so i thought that was pretty cool yeah um one of the points that i liked was that like when talking about potential, a lot of people like I I always thought when I was a kid when I was a kid, I did like I did piano and I did sailing, but I never I always wanted to do gymnastics and I always wanted to do all these things. And it was always like, what if I was this amazing golfer? And I never knew because I never tried it. What if I had this just this this wild skill at this thing that I just never even tried, you know? Um, but this book is like you don't have that skill because you you just need to try it. You need to take large steps towards that thing. Not you don't need to rely on some sort of like, you know, innate, something yes. that it's like it's gonna yeah, it's like you have this innate ability. You give yourself that innate ability. So I kinda liked that that messaging was there. Cause I always thought about that. Like, what if you know, what if I was this thing that I never even knew? But if I wanted to be that yeah. thing, then I would just I should just do it, you know? Yeah. That's interesting because I feel like I used to think about that as well. Like, what if I just never tried that thing that I'm I'm meant to do yeah. that I'm that I'm really good at? But right, you know, that's like like you said, you become that by living it and by practicing it. And there isn't there's things that you're going to have a natural inclination towards, and that's going to be mm-hmm. so broad. It's gonna it's gonna go across a lot of different things. It's not like Hey, I was meant to be a tennis player, but I just happen to be horrible at every other sport, but I'm amazing yeah. at tennis. It's like if you're going to become a professional tennis player, you're probably pretty athletic in a lot of different things and you'll probably just have an inclination towards sports and athletic yeah. type of things. So, and it ties in with what we talked about last week with Brian, which is praise the effort, praise the act, and that is where the results come from. Right. 
you know, you're not going to just jump into something and be the best or excel at it to the highest degree right away. Mm-hmm. And even those few people that do, those people tend to, in the long run, not do as well because they get discouraged as soon as they're not the best person, as soon as somebody that put in more work goes beyond them and beats them in whatever thing that they're doing, that can be so discouraging to that person that just had that natural gift but wasn't necessarily putting in as much work as the next person that eventually surpasses them. And that can be really hard for for somebody that grows up just being the best at a certain sport or being the best at the piano. As soon as they're not anymore, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because I'm not, I'm not the best anymore. So yeah. I thought that that tied in really well with uh, with what we were talking about last week, and it, it just drives that home. Like the the magic is in the process; it's not yeah. in some sort of innate gift that you have. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Something to think about. Always is. Always All is. Right, what, what else did we learn from this book? I'm trying to look at my notes. So another thing that I really liked about it was the idea that practice should be fun, and that. Mm. Like, especially in today's society, we can become obsessed with over-practicing or overworking ourselves or beating ourselves up because we could always be doing a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But the research really shows that a lot of times that's actually counterproductive to burn the candle at both ends and just work, you know, first thing in the morning and right up until you go to bed that the results really aren't there comparative to the time that you put in. A lot of times it's just going to lead to burnout. So really keeping that enjoyment into what you're doing is scientifically backed to actually produce more and better results than just having this grinded out, like, you know, head down, power through mentality. It's actually... It's actually counterproductive. And I think you just see that everywhere that you gotta you gotta be tougher, you gotta power through it, you gotta grit your teeth and and just push through and work harder than the next person. And I think there are elements of that that are true and there's a time for some of that, but at the end of the day, you're really gonna excel at something if you enjoy it and you're having fun and you put limits on how much you're gonna do that so that mm-hmm. you don't get burnt out. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that we get so bombarded with those like those like guru types of like just do whatever, you know, like like a businessman who's just like you got like a the 10x guy, you know, just eat, breathe and sleep just business and blah blah blah. But like in your everyday life, I'm sure you can think of 10 business owners who who you're like, wow, they have a really good business they seem to be doing incredibly well and also they go to their family every night and and also seem to enjoy other other areas of their life too you know it's not like not everybody needs to be that like intense guru type but are still able to have like a wonderful thriving business that you would still look at as like a like a goal you know yeah one of the one of the examples that they had for this point was a uh percussionist in a uh, orchestra and the person happened to be deaf that wasn't like totally that just made it like kind of more impressive I guess mm-hmm. obviously because it was they, they reached these great heights but uh, they found that you know they, they went through periods where they felt this pressure that they needed to be doing more they needed to be practicing more hours a day and I think anybody can relate to that like there's this pressure from society that you're never doing enough or you could always be more productive yeah and there's studies out there that show that really isn't as productive you're not going to produce as much as if you just kind of set time boundaries and set set limits on the different things that you do and make sure that you're still enjoying it because if you're enjoying the work that you're doing, you're going to produce more. It's going to be more efficient and it's going to be better than sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Because you're eventually going to just get burnt out. And I think a lot of people can relate to the feeling of like just working morning, noon and night 
And you can do that for a little bit. And then it gets to a point where like you're working all day and all night and you're not getting that much done because you're like so foggy. You're like, I can't think of anything. You're making mistakes. Yeah. And you can do that for a little bit and and you just get burnt out. So um, I think that's just something really important to remind yourself that there's science to back this up, that you don't need to be grinding at something like just until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like put reasonable limits on this kind of stuff. And you don't have to like succumb to that outside pressure that you always need to be doing more. Yeah. Even when you do more, then you're like, well, I could sleep one less hour and I could work more. I could practice more. And it's just never ending. And it's it's just it's just a, a road to burnout. Some yeah. people might reach that burnout in one month. Some people it might take a year, two years, but eventually that's what it's going to lead to. And the time that you're spending on it is going to be a lot less effective as if you just set limits on it and and did it in a in a in a manageable way. Yeah. In a more sustainable way. Sustainability. You got to create lifelong habits. It's not just about, you know, if I just grind for the next five years, I know I'll get to the other side of this. It's like, no, you got to just grind forever until you die. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And maybe that's the point of life. Maybe we should just grind (laughs) till the wheels fall off and we die. I don't know. I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers because maybe that is it. And I'm just... Maybe this is just some nonsense propaganda that I'm believing. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have limits. Maybe you should just work till you die. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, I think I think that <laughs> I think that's a really important thing to just remind yourself of because it, it's it's something that we all put pressure on ourselves to just produce more and and to be more and we're not enough or we could be more and yeah. it's like where does that get you? You know, when when you do produce more, or you do work harder, you know, are you going to feel different at the end of that? Or is it just going to perpetuate this idea that you still need to be doing more and be more efficient with your time? So, yeah, uh, just remind yourself to, to to give yourself some grace. Yeah. Something about I like it. I like it. All right. Well, we're kind of at our happy hour. So uh, <laughs> what would you give? What What's your rating for this book? I will give this book. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm, just, I'm so willy nilly with these. <laughs> There's really no structured scoring, uh, you know, kind of anything here. Maybe yeah. maybe that needs to be more structured. I'm just kind of ripping them off the cuff, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it in eight point six. Okay. You, I thought you it was great with, with the in the eight range, pretty solid. I'm just an optimistic person, and, <laughs> and I feel like I, I can okay. get a lot out of out of yeah. out of most things. I felt like it was really well written. I think the way that they conveyed a lot of the stories and they tied them together, it mm-hmm. made it for a very easy, enjoyable listen. But it also helped drive the points home. And I would definitely recommend this book to anybody that enjoys reading or listening to books and. Getting more out of yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.1 because I do think as a standalone book, it is, it's great. And I really did enjoy the storytelling. Um, I feel like most people don't plow through self-help books like we are doing at one a week. I feel like that's, you know, so I do, I'm kind of like, I've heard this before. I've heard this before. But excluding all that previous knowledge if you do just read this book by itself i think it is well written and the storytelling was good so i'm gonna give it an 8.1 yeah what does it say about us that we need to read this many self-help books i don't know are we, are we fixed yet like i don't what? think so Jeez. maybe maybe like us helping ourselves is we're apparently the least qualified people we need to get some outside help books right yeah. self-help stuff is not working uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't feel fixed yet, but um more on that another episode, I suppose. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Um well, I think next week we're going to do um a guest. So we will why don't we skip the book for next week and then we'll come back the week after that with another book slash then book review. No. No? Negative. Oh, did you pick a book? Uh well, we talked about it earlier. I think that we should do the Elon Musk book. I think we should do oh, okay. we, we should do a biography, and this way, 
Um, we'll review it two weeks from now because we're going to have a guest next week. Okay. And it's a little bit longer, so it'll give us okay. more time, so to, time. Yeah. to do it. So, okay. Um, I like it. What, you have two weeks to do it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's called – what is it called? I Musk? think it's called Elon Musk. Elon? By yeah. Isaac – Something. Something or other. It's the most popular biography of him right now. It's like on the, I don't know, it's on the suggested things. It's everywhere. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, I, I like reading biographies because it it has all these same points in it, but it's it's through the lens of one person's life. Yeah. And obviously, Elon Musk, everyone knows who he is. I don't know that much about his past. I know some stuff here and there, but I'm interested to learn more about it. He's obviously... A little bit controversial, but um, very forward-thinking, very outside-the-box thinker, mm-hmm. very unique person. So I'm excited to to learn a little bit more about this about this supposed man. Yeah, possible possible humanoid. <laughs> yeah, possible alien. I don't we'll know. Out. We're gonna get to the bottom of it <laughs> together. Perfect. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, if you leave us a review, uh, a gift card to your favorite place will um magically unlock <laughs> magically appear in front of you so uh do that <laughs> we're not lying we are telling the truth so please do that and please subscribe wherever you listen it does help us out so much sure does. but until next time this has been premier oh no wait hold on <laughs> the other one That's the other one until <laughs> next time this has been the hardworking happy hour there you go see you next week <laughs>